Baka Zaka cause they never fucking knew me Everybody seems like they're waiting for me to die Talk shit behind my back, can't look me in the eye They say I'm overrated that I should have already And podcasting directly live well, yeah, live from Elysium Studios, where all brave lawyers go when the legal industry finishes off their souls, to live using the heaviest microphone in law located in Brooklyn, New York, the unofficial center of the country. This is Vinnie Maletti, partner, founder of Maletti Law, the self-proclaimed most jacketarian NYC, and this is the Maletti Law Podcast. Here we bring to you the evolution of law, current events, stories of the unusually motivated, and answering all your questions and concerns as to legal services, business needs, and general day-to-day legal issues. The date today is Saturday, February 20th, 2021. It is day officially number 350 of the never-ending state of emergency in New York City, where COVID is running rampant and taking us all by storm and kidnapping our children and family and everybody else. And there's no escape from this pain. Well, without much further said, let's bring it up. Begin. make sure. You sign up to my subscriber list, you go to the website, you can get all of our updates, new videos, blogs, legal advice, and all the other little freebies that the rest of my cheap-ass, money-hungry professional attorneys won't give you for free. They'll take you, uh, you know, they'll be more than happy to uh, sit there and bill you to death, but they won't give you free, cool paraphernalia like I do. Anyway, so on the website, what we do have going, just give you a heads up, because it is like a kind of like a weekly thing in which we uh, have more and more stuff. You know, as you know, we have these fantastic bracelets that have no marketing information on them, so you'll never know where we are. So if you ever get in trouble and you go, oh my God, I'm in trouble, I need a lawyer. Let me look at my bracelet. Oh, there's no name, there's no phone number. Oh, crap. Okay. Second, mask. New York compliant, superior breathability. Matter of fact, these masks are so superior to the ones they sell, and not only do they offer the same type of protection at the, at the regular surgical mask, but they're... Incredibly, uh, they're superior to other ones for not only breathability, but also drinkability. Mm. Very protective, just as protective as uh, those other shits that you buy from China that say don't protect shit on them. I don't wear a mask anywhere I go anyway, but if you're going to wear them, you got to get these. All right. Um, what else cool stuff do we have too? Pens, ah, mechanical pens. It's got a level. It's got a stylist. When you get, you know, when you're stuck on an island or whatever, you need a screwdriver. It's got screwdrivers, slotted Phillips. We don't play games here. We only want the best. T-shirts will be coming shortly. Just have to wait for them to come in. I see my credit card has been billed. So like most, uh, so you know, like these businesses do, they bill you ten weeks in advance. Make sure you get your money locked in, and then they go ahead and do that. All right, so uh, I'm going to try to keep these podcasts a little bit uh, shorter because, I, I don't know, like I've been making these 40-minute podcasts and everyone is telling me purposes of, for purposes of uh, SEO and marketing and getting out there, everyone's telling me you want to have these smaller, shorter podcasts. So my intention is to try to keep this podcast to about 20 minutes if I could, three minutes in, so I'm going to try to get through whatever I got to get through without speaking 99 miles an hour because that's generally how I roll. Because, you know, you all know I speak very fast here. Um, And the mic is working. And let's begin. All right. So one of the really cool things that's been happening lately, because as you know, as you all know, I can't stand the emperor. And um, I hope he not only does he get impeached, but I, I hope he gets run over by a car repeatedly. And the person driving the vehicle, he runs out of gas while it's on Cuomo's neck and it just kind of leaves the car there. Um, that's how I envision it should happen. 
Uh, but, you know, notwithstanding my interest in watching Cuomo suffer terribly, uh, there's a lot of things going on. So apparently he's getting impeached. The impeachment of um, the God King will soon be underway. I'm going to try to fix this camera just ever so slightly. Okay, there we go. Um, Got to be careful. These cameras fall down. Um, all right. So the emperor is getting impeached. Uh, what had happened, it looks like the Senate, the, the state assembly Republicans decided to inform, uh, form some kind of impeachment commission. You know, all four of the Republicans that have been elected in New York, as you can imagine, is going to be very successful. Um, so they're doing this based on this nursing home death cover up. Uh, the FBI has recently looked, started looking into Cuomo and his handling on this, um, this nursing crisis. So essentially what it had... Uh, well, let me just keep going a little before I backtrack a little. So just so you know, it's a 60-day deadline for um, it's a 60-day deadline for them to determine whether or not uh, the the findings justify the impeachment. Um, it's also a little bit it, it's challenging to actually impeach him because you really you need to get um, all the Democrat uh, legislature legislative bodies on board, right? So it, remember, it's a it's a Democrat-controlled state and Senate legislature. So it's going to be very difficult to get them to go there. Um, I think, I mean, the numbers were very high. I think the numbers were something like, I, I thought I had them listed. I do have them listed here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to require like something like 32 Democrats from the state assembly and one independent. Um, and then it's also going to require, once it, go, once it gets passed the state assembly, it's got to go to the Senate assembly, Senate, the state Senate. And that's going to, that's, you know, it needs to get the support of 12 Democrats on that one. Um, now, Typically, you know, political parties are strong. They don't really eat each other that much. Um, well, at least Democrats don't. Republicans seem to just and just love to chew on each other, um, especially when it comes to like the more Republicans. When it comes to um, like, let's say, like the Republicans from the South versus Republicans from the the North, they just the North seems to think that. I mean, there's this idea we have to get all the moderates. The moderates and the independents. We must get all the independents to carry over, and we're only going to do that if we become as extremely liberal as possible. And that's that's how up, that's how up, uh, you know um, up north Republicans think. They think that the only way to win minds and hearts over in politics is to be just as liberal as the liberal left. So whatever, it's this it's this weird mentality that they do. So that's what they do. So moving on. What is the nursing home scandal, right? So what happened here? So we all know, you know, as if you've ever read any of my blogs, I've made, I've called Cuomo the granny killer many times. <laughs> I mean, right, if you've read or even listened to my podcast or my blogs, I mean, Cuomo is the granny killer. I mean, this is what he does. This Cuomo the granny killer. He just, if you're an old person and you're in a high risk situation, he would love to send you to a nursing home when someone's got COVID. That's just what he does. So, but apparently this was really prevalent. So back in July, 2020, so the story is that back in July, 2020, um, Cuomo issued some orders that he was going to house all these COVID patients in nursing homes. Why? Because we were just basically running out of places to put COVID patients. So New York was really silly. So New York, after creating uh, this mass hysteria that everybody with a cough and a sneeze had COVID, um, people, very impressionable, all think they had COVID immediately from a cough and a sneeze. When you went to go get testing, there was this incredible incentive to say that you had COVID and put you on a respirator because doctors were getting paid. So, I mean, this was like the perfect storm. And then every three seconds, you had CNN, breaking news, death clock, death clock, 800. Today, the death clock is up to 900. Oh, there's deaths everywhere. I mean, it, it, you know, we like we liken it to a Jerry, to a Jerry Lewis telephone. So, if any of you are a little bit older, you remember Jerry Lewis telephones when you were kids, when you were kids. Uh, with the fundraising, uh, the way they scream about numbers, it's pretty much COVID. So, anywho, 
So back in July 2020, running out of places to send people, he sent them to, um, you know, the Jacob's Center, whatever it is, or I forgot what it's called. He sent them all over the place, uh, very, very unusual places. He was making makeshift beds, very silly. Sent them to nursing homes. So naturally, um, one thing we do know about COVID, right? So functions very similar to the flu, like anything else, nothing you should be afraid of. But if you have a lot of comorbidities, you know, just like with the flu, you're going to have a problem, okay? Remember, the flu killed, before this year, the flu killed, like, almost 200,000 people. This year, in 2020, the flu killed only, you know, 15,000. It's been eradicated, you know. I mean, not because we're saying everything is COVID, but, you know, because the flu just, just decided to stop killing people. So, the flu decided to stop killing people in 2020. Uh, but the thing is, when you're one of the comorbidities, it's crazy it sounds like, one of, like, the risky scenarios is old age, right? I mean, like being old age, obesity, um, these are the factors that are going to determine whether you're going to survive or die. It's not going to be the stupid cold. It's not going to be whether you have a mask. It's not going to be, I don't know, whether you took a vaccine. No, you're going to die if you have a lot of these comorbidities. That's just going to happen. Not, you're not going to die. You, you, you're more likely to die if you have these comorbidities. It's just what it is, okay? This is why you should always live a healthy life, but that's neither here nor there. So he sent them to the nursing home, reported 6,200 people dead, um, according to the New York Times. That was something like, you know, I, I can't remember when that number was, but the number was something like 6,200 people reported dead, reported by the New York Times. Well, the FBI was looking into this on the side, and boy, did they come up with a very different number. The FBI apparently came up with something like 13,000 deaths, and last I checked on Monday, that number was going up. They're almost at 14,000. So more people died than Cuomo let off. So how did this happen? Well, Cuomo, this was actually exposed by uh, Cuomo's top aide, Melissa DeRosa, which I'm pretty sure she's banging him as well because they're all over the place with each other. It's actually very funny. Um, so she reported, I guess she spoke what she believed to be in private with a bunch of uh, Democrat uh, assemblymen or assemblywomen, whatever it is. She was with a bunch of uh, other Democrat people. I don't know their names because they're all these politicians are useless. So I don't know their names. Um, they're, they're wasting my time. So, but whatever. So she exposed it to them and she was like, Hey, listen, you know, this came out. It's going to be a little bit of damaging. And boy, she was not kidding. It was damaging people. Other than one of the very rare occasions, all the Democrats in New York state started eating, <laughs> you know, they started, they, they started salivating. Um, this guy, Richard Gottfried, who I think was the, one of the authors of like that, um, forced vaccination bill. Um, he rejected the whole argument. He was like, you know, you, you know, the problem with Cuomo is Cuomo just not credible, blah, 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 blah. Um, Rachel May, one of, um, the state Senate's, uh, committee chairwomen, you know, she was frustrated because she was like, hey, you know, you guys back in the days, you had me go out and defend you. This is ridiculous. And now I look stupid. Like she was really upset, too. So, you, you know, you find it out like all the Democrat like politicians are just they're not happy with the emperor. Um, they're not very excited. with him. I mean, I've hated the man for months, but it's glad to see some other party members hate him as well. Um, so this gets even funnier, apparently. So the story is that now due to the nursing home fallout, he started pounding on this guy, Rod, Ron Kim, this Democratic Assemblyman, Ron Kim. Um, the Ron Kim, if I'm, if I believe I'm correct, he's like a very junior, um, he's, he's a very junior Assemblyman, uh, just started not too long ago. He's from Queens. You know, he's got a very bright career ahead of him, you know, in New York. I mean, you know, if you're a Democrat politician in New York, you're good forever. Um, but I mean, for whatever it was, he was 
Cuomo wanted him to be the fall guy. So this guy, Ron Kim, is washing his kid, giving his kid a bath, you know, and he gets a call from Cuomo. And Cuomo, the story's that Cuomo just flips on him and says, like, if he doesn't take the fall, I'm going to break you. I'm going to ruin your life. I, no, what's the word? Is I could destroy you, blah, 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 blah. So Kim, rather than Ron Kim, rather than sit there and get like, like a punk, he decided to come out. And he decided to start addressing it publicly. Good. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> so, and it's funny because now it started spiraling. Now it's like snowballing. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So now like, now like other like Democrat party members, other politicians, I'm, I, I, I'm just saying, no, I only focus on the Democrats, not because I'm picking on the Democrats, but just, you have to say we're in New York. If you're a Republican like politician, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> If you're a Democrat, you're going to get somewhere. You know, I remember when I used to run and when I ran one time, um, a very long time ago, I, when I graduated college, I wanted to be, um, work for the electoral district in Brooklyn. And the electoral district is like six blocks and you're like a rep for like six blocks and then you keep growing and growing and growing. Right. So that's how it works. You really start like grassroots in New York because it's just such a machine here. Right. So I, <laughs> I mean, we, we were, we were. We were Reagan Democrats, they used to call us. We were, you know, because we were conservative. We were Reagan Democrats. So, but, you know, even Reagan Democrats, you need to have, like, you needed to be, you need to espouse particular democratic values in New York, for instance, like health care and stuff like that. So, whatever, that's neither here nor there. I'm, I'm kind of, like, digressing a little. Um, so, the guy decided he was going to, uh, he wasn't going to eat it. And he was going to go out and go start fighting. So, and that's what he did. So, he went out, he went public, he started, um making a big stink, he started talking to the New York Post, he spoke to Fox News, he spoke to CNN, blah, 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 and it just spiraled, so now the other scumbag, because remember, Cuomo is the king scumbag, right, so now his, like, bishop, if this were, like, a chessboard, or maybe queen, I don't know, the guys are fucking weirdo anyway, but, my French, um, nah, this is my, it's my radio podcast, you know what you're getting yourself into here, you have, this is not the first time, this ain't the first time you've ever listened to me. This is like episode number like seven or eight or something, plus Christmas stuff. So, ah, it's your fault. <laughs> you buyer beware here. So, um, anywho, so now this jerk, um, uh, de Blasio comes in and de Blasio says, oh, well, this is, this is standard, this is standard Andrew Cuomo. I mean, this is just, this, we've all gotten that call. So, I mean, you know. Good to see the fighting, <laughs> you know, love to see the fighting. So they started eating each other. Um, so now, I mean, at this point, so, well, Kim was especially, Kim was especially interesting because Ron Kim, the story is that his uncle died um, in one of these nursing homes. I think his uncle was one of like the people. So, I mean, he's a very special case. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I don't think Cuomo did his homework, but I never think Cuomo does. I think Cuomo's actually a moron. I think he's just, he just, with that last name Cuomo, he comes from a long line of just family who's into politics in New York and does whatever the hell he wants. I, I actually think Cuomo's a complete buffoon. I mean, so, I mean, again, you've heard me here. So, I mean, this ain't the first time you people heard me. Uh, all right. So just real quickly going through the impeachment process, right? I do not think this guy gets impeached. Um, it is New York. It is a Democrat-controlled city. This city will never turn Republican, um, will never turn independent. It will always be Democrat. It will always be liberal Democrat. It will always be AOC Democrat. Um, it will never be even like, there will never be a moderate. There's no such thing as moderates. I don't give a shit about moderates. There's no, moderates don't exist. Okay. Not in this world we live in. This world is so polarized. You take a position and you just drop it. And that's how you work here. 
So how does the impeachment process work? So the impeachment, the, the impeachment process requires some kind of resolution. It begins in the state assembly, requires a resolution in the state assembly. As he had mentioned before, you need a lot of Democrats and independents to get there, right? So so these Republicans, all three of them, I, I'm sorry, I dropped them down from 10. I don't even know what the number really is, but it's got to be small. It's got to be small. It's got to be, you, you, I'm sure, because you know what? I feel like you're going to find Bigfoot before you find the Republican. Uh, they, well, first of all, Republican in the guts or any poll in New York. So anywho, so... Republicans would need to get support of 12, at least something like 32 Democrats, one independent, um, which is interesting. Um, so they'll, I don't know. I don't think they'll get there, but let's say they do get there. So they get there. Now it goes to the state Senate. They're going to need support from 12 Democrats in the state Senate for this. Now um, they're going to you know, take all the proof and bring it to them. And if it goes through, it goes into what's known as the court of the trial for impeachments, um, or it's colloquially known as the impeachment court or the high court of impeachment. Um, it's been around forever. There is almost, this is a system that's never been used. I mean, it's been used, if I recall, maybe three times in history. Um, the last time somebody was actually impeached and kicked out, we're talking about 1913. Um, the story is that in 1913, there was the governor, um, William Solzer or something, 1913. He was, he's in office in July. He's out by October. Um, he was impeached at the time, and he actually got kicked. He actually got canned. Um, he was uh, he was told to he was told to step down from the governorship that October of the same year. So this guy uh, came to power through Tammany Hall. Um, if you remember anything about history, Tammany Hall was basically like I mean everybody came out of Tammany Hall in New York. It was New York was like the centerpiece of progress progressivism. Um, I mean, this guy, William, also was progressive, but he's more like a populist kind of progressive, um, not like a Teddy Roosevelt progressive, right? That was a different kind of progressive. Um, so they quarreled. He came in through Tammany Hall, got really popular through Tammany Hall, and then he challenged them. And then, you know, he didn't, he, he bucked the establishment. He didn't want to do that. He renamed some of the districts in Tammany. He renamed some of the sections of Tammany Hall. Tammany Hall. He called it like the People's Hall or something, and the political elite were not hearing it. Uh, New York was always very powerful, very powerful. Um, with the political elite, and they were not hearing it, so he was challenged, and he lost, and he was told to move on. Um, so, you know, there was no reason. That was probably like the first, and I think the only time in in the history of New York, <laughs> I think impeachment actually went through and was successful, and somebody got impeached. So, you know, I don't think that um, I don't think that that will happen again here. Um, I think Cuomo is going to whatever. He's going to get a little beat up in the media and then he's going to have a little slap on the wrist. That other guy that's getting really hot, the other Asian um, Democrat uh, who's challenging Cuomo now, he'll probably get the nod after this because Cuomo's already tarnished. Um, the only good thing I see, the only good thing I get from this is that executive orders expire on March 31st. I need these things to expire. I hope he's a miserable bastard and gets kicked out and nobody, and, and nobody proves anything he does. As a matter of fact, the state Senate has the power to override his executive orders and to cut his power and to cut his power down. And I wish to God they would because then I would be very happy and everybody else would be very happy. Um, and I just need all these rules to just go away. 
but whatever it is what it is but this is where we are so we live hopeful i don't i mean well realistically i don't think he gets impeached but i i'm loving the drama he's a piece of trash and i love to see the misery on him so i would love to i'm i'm all for this and i think we should totally do the impeachment and i am totally in love with it okay two more pieces i will finish quickly because we're coming on the 20 minute mark but i just want to mention something um so recently you know some school, you know, there's been, they're kind of like slowly feeding these forced vaccinations down your throat in New York, right? No one wants a, it seems like no one wants a, that bill where this, that person introduced uh, the forced vaccinations. These things aren't going through. They get a lot of heat. They get a lot of pushback. There's some um, state Senate um, candidate who's running. I mean, she's like a very aggressive against it. I can't remember her name, Elizabeth something, but I mean, she is, she is unbelievably aggressive against it. Love her to death. I've donated. She's unbelievably aggressive about it. Um, this is a hot, real hot button issue. It's going to be a problem. Um, you know, and most people in New York, they just kind of like roll with everything, which I can't stand because they just, there's, I'm going to look it up. There's got to be a disease, a disorder out there for people that just are obsessive, excessive appeasers. And that's what New York is. New York just, they just roll with anything. They don't care. As long as you don't come between, you know, as long as you don't come between their cigarettes and their booze and their unemployment checks, they don't care. They'll let you trample all over their rights and freedoms in exchange for a little welfare check, in exchange for a little uh, unemployment check. Because that's what they do in New York City. Remember, New York, they weren't aggressive in the summertime until um, they put a pro, they said, oh, well, you can't, you can't be outside drinking on the street anymore, and then, oh, no, these restrictions are going too far, I can't have my liquor, man, shut the fuck up, man, I can't stand these people, people have no right to say nothing, anywho, um, back, leveled, school vaccine issues, um, so, yeah, so, some, it turned out that some of these districts were not letting the kids back in until they got tested first, and they had to show proof of testing, and they were just, and if you weren't getting tested, you weren't allowed to have in, in um, you weren't allowed in-person schooling, well, um, that firm, I can't remember, the guy, Jim Mangus, I think his name is, and I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, bro. I apologize. I know you personally. I should, I, I know you, I should know your name by now, but I know Jim, <laughs> you know? So Jim's very good at what he does. He is, he has been like the king of suing the emperor here. Um, his entire business model has been <laughs> uh, suing Cuomo with all the aggrieved uh, New York businesses, and he's doing a fantastic job. Um, him and his clients are just, they're killing it. Um, the courts are just painfully, like most of the courts, they will rule in favor of the plaintiffs, but they will, they just will not challenge the emperor. Very few will challenge the emperor. Um, it's going to have to go to Supreme Court. Like I've, I've been saying that for months now, it's got to go to Supreme Court. Supreme Court's not hearing it for whatever reason. Gor Gorsuch is just ready to go. Um, I even think Amy Barrett's ready to go. They, some of these are ready to go right at him. Um, so I don't know. Kavanaugh, I think is also ready to go. Um, to fight with the governor, but whatever, whatever reason, it's not getting there yet. So, um, whatever. So this firm, uh, with a lot of their clients has been working very diligently, working around the clock, um, suing the governor, fighting for everybody's individual rights, trying to run fundraisers. Cause you know, when you can't open your business, you don't have money. <laughs> so he's been trying to run fundraisers to get, to get these people funding. Um, so they wound up bringing a lawsuit against, um, the state education department, I think it was called the Children's Health Defense Fund because they were, they were suing them saying that, hey, listen, you can't tell me that I can't let my kids come back to school for in-school learning just because they didn't get tested. Like, you know, of course I don't us. And the lawsuit was filed and they didn't have to get that far. Uh, it seems that the Kathleen, the Ka um, Kathleen 
DiCataldo from the state education department actually issued a statement shortly after um, stating how like schools weren't allowed schools may not require COVID testing as a precondition to return to in-person schooling. So basically the story was that under the, um, under the law, if I remember correctly, I, I, last time I tried this, I had it in front of me, I think it's Education 196, they cited, and you're not allowed to forcibly keep a child away from school because school is mandatory. You're not allowed to forcibly keep them away from school unless they are officially ill or contagious. Um, because these kids are not ill or contagious, they're saying that you may not come to school unless you get testing. That is wrong. They're not allowed to do that. So um, it looks like that case is going to be moot. And finally, calmer heads prevailed, more sensible heads prevailed. I, I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely think that there is a real push. You, Because look, you people out there know. You know, you know, you know this is wrong. You know what's wrong what they do to your kids. You know what's wrong that they tell your kids to isolate, that they put all these restrictions on your kids, that you have to be masked up 24-7 whenever you're in school. Whenever you're there, you got to be masked up. You got to be breathing in. Those, you gotta, you got to have imperfect oxygen breathing in with that fiberglass crap that comes off of your friggin' surgical mask and it gets in your lungs. And then on top of it, you take the surgical mask, you throw it on the floor, and you destroy the environment with your stupid. For, for you people that care about the environment, you big green people, you're destroying the environment with all the plastics from the fiberglass from the mask you know i mean it, it's not effective it is not effective it says on the box it's not effective research has shown it's not effective it is not effective and it's quite frankly it's just it's it's a silly it's just a silly mandate that doesn't do anything it doesn't change anything it doesn't enhance anything it doesn't protect nothing there's nothing to protect from because the virus particles are substantially smaller than what can get through those things. Well, whatever, whatever. This is some stupid shit that you people will have to freaking ultimately fight over, but you people don't care because, you know, in your eyes, oh, as long as I get my check, oh, as long as I get my open, as long as I get to open up a 25%, I don't know. You people just, whatever, whatever, man. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I ran. So whatever, it does, so the school decided that they need to let the kids back in. And they can't apply, they can't keep the kids and exclude them from um, what do you call it? not taking their testing. So, and the final thing I just want to point out, which I think is just hysterical, the CDC is so stupid. They, you know, <laughs> I they came out a couple. I want to say like maybe two, three weeks ago that like you know Fauci comes out, the doctor of death, and he's like, oh, well, you need. We need a cloth mask under our other mask and have two masks and it will be much more effective. So then here they come. Here comes the system. Blah, blah, blah. Here comes the universities that get the funding. Here comes all the here comes all the docs that have sold their souls to get the dollar and to suck the balls of the government. And here they come out and they're going, oh, yeah, this is great. I mean, we don't have any data that actually shows this, but I mean, it just makes sense. And it's a 95% restriction and it's this and it's that. But I thought that, I thought that itself was a 95% restriction. But whatever. So now they're saying that a piece of cloth underneath the mask, but as long as it's not a gator, because if it's a gator, it doesn't work, which is confusing because a gator is cloth. So as long as it's not a gator, a piece of any random cloth from your house underneath that mask equals 95%. Ugh, science. Anywho, a week later, here comes a study. Nylon stockings. When I looked at them, they were this thin. Nylon stockings, right? So you put on nylon stocking mask, right? Underneath your other mask, and it has the same effect as blocking 95% of the particles. So here's a nylon mask, 
which I also do sell if you don't want like these. These are mine. Like I don't wear masks, but if I'm going to wear them, I'm wearing that. You see how I have to breathe it in? I don't even feel it with that shit. But anywho, here's the mask that, you know, blocks the COVID. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, I feel so protected from COVID. Oh, man. What do I feel protected? And I feel smart, too. I feel protected, and I feel like I appreciate the signs. Point of it is, now nylon stockings are protective underneath your mask. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm so done. The science is, it, it doesn't exist. There's no science. There is absolutely no science. People, There's no science. There's no logic. It's just more bullshit power to take the, to take your freedom from you. People go, oh, well, why would they want to do that? I mean, what do you get? From taking away people's freedoms and the what do you get from it? Because it's a precursor for other things. Remember, this all started when this all started. It was only guys. It was only two weeks. We only need two weeks. Then it was. It's just gonna be till the summertime, you know, because we want to keep. We want to flatten the curve. We want to keep the hospitals clear. And then now, now, now we're into 2021. We're almost one year later. We're 350 days into this stupid emergency that never seems to want to end, and you're still here. It's all about power. Power as a goal, in the end, is a goal. It's just how there is to it. At some point, money's not doing it for you. Money comes and goes. Whatever the case is, power, control. People live for that. I love it. Everybody loves it. Everyone wants more power. No one says they don't want power. No one says they don't want control. If you are a boss, if you feel like you are a boss in life, you want power and control. Why? If I could tell you right now, go send your mailroom clerk to the CEO of your company and have him speak to him this or her speak disrespectfully. Watch what happens. It's power. It's power, image, and prestige. And people want that. People fight for that. And people pass bad laws all the time and oppress their citizens in New York for that. And that's exactly what fucking Cuomo does. And what all these governors doing because they got this. Oh, because they have this ultimate fantastic thing called COVID that just never ends. So every single day. I, every single time a piece of research comes out, every single time something new comes from the CDC, I am intellectually insulted um, every single day. And the, I am also disappointed in everybody else around me who follows these mandates and who does. Oh, and by the way, if you say it's because they're enforcing it, I promise you, <laughs> first of all, you're not getting the $15,000 fine that they lie to you about in New York. This is, this is only if you live in New York, by the way. If you live in New York and you live in a red cluster, they come in every day. You're going to get a ten dollars and $15,000 fine, which you're never going to get because no, no small business here will ever meet the conditions for a ten dollars and $15,000 fine. They throw in everybody with $5,000 fines. Nobody gets a $5,000 fine. And when you get a fine, you fight it, and it gets thrown out, just like that place and up, just like that gym in upstate New York, just like anywhere else. It, it's because there's no enforcing mechanism on the statute because there is no statute. There's one little section and it doesn't it doesn't mention anything. So all natural defenses, all other defenses apply and this gets thrown out endlessly. They never have no proof. They never have no data. They never have anything. So that's a long finisher. I am done here. Everybody, um, I hope you enjoyed. I am trying to make a shorter podcast. Um, as you can see, I failed miserably because I'm now 11 minutes over my target. So I'm going to end it here. So I just want to make sure that um, 
you all are aware of what's happening. Impeachment, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Impeachment. <coughs> now I'm going to choke on that. Impeachment, very exciting process. School vaccination, um, nice little pushback. Worked out well. Congratulations, gym firm, clients. Congratulations, Children's Health Fund. Very good. Cloth mask apparently um, are great again, unless they're gators, and then they're not good. And but for some reason, nylon stockings make great face shields and masks. Very stupid times you live in. Everybody, um, you know the you know the finisher, baby. Eat big, get huge, lift hard, lift large, and when you die, leave a gigantic casket behind, and always live unusually motivated. Thank you for listening. I always appreciate it. Thank you for giving me 30 minutes of your time or 31 minutes of your time because I'm always going over. Um, and if you need anything, you know, you can always reach me on the website. Sign up to the mailing list. Send some kind of email. Get involved. Get connected. We're going to keep growing. We can keep getting more. And, you know, as we keep growing, we can keep getting cool and doing more cool things. So, yours and loves, lifts and law. Vinny Miletti, peace out. Have a great week ahead.